Welcome to Disney Parks and Beyond, a Disney podcast about theme parks and all things Disney from the After Dark Podcast Network. Ho, 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 and welcome to this special festive edition of Disney Parks and Beyond. I am Nick, and this is a special series of podcasts where a few of the other shows on the After Dark Podcast Network have got together to do separate episodes which all kind of tie in together. So, uh, from Disney Parks and Beyond, I'm joined by Mr. D. Hello there, Father Nick. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm not a monk. <laughs> no, it's, Although, uh, it's, uh, I, if I got to choose, yeah, if I got to choose to be a monk, I think I'd be Detective Monk from that TV show Monk. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. Of all the monks, I suppose that's probably the best shout. It's, it's the only one I know. That's yeah. that's really why I said that. I don't know any other monks. I feel like that's the way the hair is looking. So you may as well. Oh, that, why that is, is it? Why is it Hang on. Why is it there's so many Detective Monks? Because you've got like Father Brown and Cadfile and. I mean, it's yeah. like there's more detectives in the monk service. I don't know what you call it, but well, the priesthood than there is in the CID. I'm going to let this conversation go because technically monks are kind of festive. Um, so I think the reason why it isn't being a monk pretty boring. Like, there's not much to do, is there? Not if they're festive, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> they do a lot of. Um, I think they do a lot of, uh, they do a lot of monkeying around. So. Oh, oh no, Ryan! You've got confused oh. the monkeys. No, so you, you fell into the trap there. You fell into the trap. You meant the monkeys. Easy mistake to make. You're right. Yeah, sorry. Easy mistake to make. Although maybe, maybe there's some logic there. What if, a, you know, more than one monk is referred to as like a, a like a covert of monkeys or something? Answer on the postcard. Anyway, we've gone we've gone wildly off. Um, so we're representing Disney Parks and Beyond. Of course, we do actually have two members of the other podcast, which are also part of this as well. But for the purposes of this episode, we're going to separate them off into their original podcasts. So uh, from Theme Park Trader, we are joined by Ryan. Hello. And we are joined by Dan. Evening. Dan has sat here for 26 minutes, and I think <laughs> set, I think that's his second word he said. He's like, the first so one is hello. if I knew your parents, I would tell them what a well-respected boy they've, they've raised. <laughs> So well mannered because you listen to the customer is always weird, Nick. Yeah, I do, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend for this moment that I don't. Um, and I'm I think I think the problem is is because I just talk too much. Like me and Dan would be the worst podcast ever because like it would just like it's like a seesaw, isn't it? Just like completely one sided. Like I'm the big fat man on one end. And little lightweight Dan's on the other end, like up in the air somewhere, because... Anyway, um, and also, <laughs> I wouldn't mind, I'm not even drinking, and yet it, it really feels like I'm drunk. Um, and of course, on the Mickey Waffles, we have Sinead. Hello. And we have the occasionally angry Kate. <laughs> Season's greetings? <laughs> <laughs> Season's beatings. 
You know, if you were, if you were, you know, if I was shop Disney right now, I'm only angry about issues that require me to be angry. I'm not just like a generally angry person. I, I not look, Karen. To... No. <laughs> no, my not my Karen. my problems are structured, well thought out, and polite. <laughs> I don't I don't go nagging. That's exactly I don't what Karen would say. Shanae's laughing for a good reason, I think. Uh, I mean, I'm going to tread very carefully. Look, I heard your rant, your recent rant about Shop Disney and the correct. other ones. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying what you were saying was wrong. Good. I'm just saying, you know, it, it can come across a bit fiery. It should. Did, did, did you oh, not oh. listen to the episode where she ripped into Ryan about saying that he didn't like Hamilton, even though he actually had never seen Hamilton. That was my problem. <laughs> I watched the first half hour, that's all I needed to see. And also, I did hear you kick off at Craig as well. But again, obviously completely justified because it's Craig. So Dave, yeah. I can't even remember what you're angry with him about now, but can I. obviously justified because it's Craig. I think there was an argument about cars as well, which I, I was... Oh, yeah. Still, Let's not. It's still it's terrible. This is, oh. this is a festive time podcast. Let's leave that alone. Yes. Uh, <laughs> pe- peace on earth and goodwill to all men. Or monks <laughs> or something. Um, so what we've got, we've got three separate episodes. So the first one, well, sorry, one of, depends what order you listen to them in. One is on here. <laughs> it's the one you listen to now. Um, and the theme park trader will have one on their feed and Mickey Waffles will have one on their feed. Um, and we have a question each. We'll, you know, ask, ask a question to the table. We'll all go around and answer that question. Um, and then we've got one question which we'll each answer on the end of the episode as well. Um, but as this is Disney Parts and Beyond, I should start it in a traditional way. I don't want anyone to feel that they've been misled or missold. We're not doing things properly here. Um, so I have to ask what everybody's drinking. And I'm going to go to the people that I wouldn't normally ask. So, uh, Dan, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking the same thing that I always drink, and that's water, because I'm boring. Well, you say that, <laughs> but I mean, you, you know, the customers always would used to be very famous for you drinking energy monster drinks. Other uh, energy brands are available. A, but... Apart from me, though. He was always on the water, yeah. Really? Oh, the, <laughs> the, the behind the scenes. We're learning so much tonight. So, so much. Um, Kate, what are you drinking? Um, I've made myself a baby's coffee. And I also so, have water. Uh, uh, hang on. You've made yourself a baby's coffee. Bailey's. Right, I was going to say, because to me, a baby's coffee would just be like a glass of milk or something. Or like cream. Think... Yeah. <laughs> like a puppuccino. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got okay. a really tiny glass and went... <laughs> is, it, um, is it regular Bailey's or is it one of these... Uh, no, it's just normal fizzing? Bailey's. No, just normal Bailey's. Nice and traditional. Fair enough. Uh, Ryan, what are you drinking? Uh, to keep the theme of the year, I've got a Corona. Yes, hey. well, of course. <laughs> what else to drink this year? Um, Sinead, what are you drinking? I have got some Jemison Black Barrel and some Coke Zero. Very good. Uh, Mr. D, what about yourself? Got some Old Moot Cider here. Kiwi and lime flavour. Um, Cheers. Chin, chin indeed. Uh, I've just got Cherry Pepsi Max because I couldn't be bothered to make myself a proper drink. I've just got so lazy of late uh, lockdown. That's that's my excuse. Um, right, so let's have a look. And the first question, and these are all by these are all created by Mr. D. So if anyone's got any problems with them, with the content, direct it at him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I anyone will. This is will, a common theme for this year. Well, Send like it to my or... email address at don'tgiveashit.com. I thought he was going to give Adam Goodyear one. Questions. Yeah, that is very true. He's he is the question master. 
In fact, have we have we not got another quiz worth like quiz uh, uh, there? Contents worth of quiz questions waiting to be delivered. I've got plenty of questions left. Yeah, yeah. We should we should have done a Christmas quiz because I've actually got Disney Christmas questions. Not as many, so it would be a short round. But I'm sure everybody'd be happy about that. Um, I think we should do that in January because let's yeah. be honest, Christmas isn't happening. Not no. properly. It's probably going to happen again in January. So no, it is. Yeah, I've just been up for I've just been up for Christmas dinner tonight. I've had the whole works, the turkey, the pudding, the lot. Unbelievable. It's all right for some. Um, my support bubble. <laughs> oh, good old support bubbles. Right, so the first question we've got is looking back at 2020, what is one thing from Disney you enjoyed slash think you would enjoy the most? So I am going to take this question immediately to the theme park trader who wants to go first i'll go first go for it so i i think with this one i actually would like to have um gone to the parks i know that sounds crazy but they seem to have been handling things relatively safe safely as safely as things can be the parks are quiet ish um, I don't really mind wearing a mask. In fact, it's probably better that people don't see my face as I'm walking around the parks. I don't have to put them off their day. Um, and actually, I, I would really enjoy just walking around the parks in the relative uh, quietness that we've seen from this year. So, yeah, it's it's um, it's a good point actually, really, because I, I would say obviously now they've increased the the park capacity up to thirty five percent. Especially the weekends, it has looked busier. But somebody did a comparison shot yesterday of Main Street to the same weekend in Main Street last year, and you could still see a, a vast difference. It was much busier than it it was like obviously during the summer, but you know compared year on year, you know it was almost no comparison. So I suppose there is that, and also obviously that would kind of go to the rides as well the fact that queue times have been down so yeah i think if i could go back to when they i guess when walt disney world first reopened it really was like a ghost town and and that applies to universal as well i suppose but the it, i'm kind of removing the risk to my life on getting on a plane and traveling through airports and things but um yeah i think it would have been an interesting experience actually and i'm weirdly jealous of like the people that have managed to get to the parks this year and actually enjoy it in in the way that they have. I don't know why, because it's not fun wearing a mask in Florida heat all day, but it just it just would it just feels like a different experience. And it, for me, like I think it would have been quite cool, especially in the, the early summer when it was quiet, just to basically step on everything and you know ride all the all the favourites in relative ease, apart from Rise of the Resistance, which is still impossible. Yeah. Yeah, some some things don't change, I suppose. Um, Dan, what about yourself? Uh, so, so for me, I mean, it's kind of a little bit in the same theme as Ryan's, in in that it's related to the COVID stuff. And I, I think I would like the socially distanced queuing. You know, I, I want two meters apart from me between person in front and the person behind. I don't, you know, the amount of times I've been in a queue and I've had somebody breathing down the back of my neck, very warm breath. Because it's Florida, um, you know, I, I, I'm 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 good with that two meter distance. I'm happy with that. But you, you know. said that to me when I was with you queuing. 
I mean, that's perfectly true. So, <laughs> uh, to be fair, I also said that to Ryan when I went to Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why I kept walking off by myself. Um, I mean, I mean, Dan, you know this, right? Mm. Think back to Halloween Horror Nights. Like, yeah, what what a mess that is. I mean, if you if you think people are queuing close to you, you know, queuing up for a theme park ride at Disney. Try doing Halloween Horror Nights. There is no <laughs> personal space whatsoever. No, although I suppose that's maybe that's an exception because like that, that kind of saved me a few times where you're because you're so close to somebody, you miss that you you don't get caught by that scare, you know, or Ryan gets caught by the scare, which they sense he the did fear. a couple of times right at the very end of a particular house. I can't remember which one it was, but yeah, yeah there was one bit... house where I got caught by the same person twice. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Both times we went into it, I knew the scare was there, and it got me again the second time. I mean, it's just as funny, Mister D. You can obviously um, like qualify this, but doing a house with Craig is 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 one hell of an experience, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's like someone it's that like big. She, yeah, it's like a six foot two schoolgirl. <laughs> you know, what a baby, screaming like a baby, pushing me in front as well. You go first. Yeah. You go first. Like, no, you're the big man. You're supposed to go first. The only and... good thing, but like Dan said, when you're queuing with Craig, he isn't breathing down the back of your neck. He's breathing about three feet above your head. So <laughs> don't get that sensation. Yeah, it's it's very true. I think um I think my takeaway from this year in terms of 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 that kind of stuff, going back to what you said, Dan. I think I've realised I just hate people. Full mm, stop. Same. Yeah. Live my life on Zoom. Same. I'm just, yeah. you know, my brother said, like, uh, you know, I guess we're not going to do something, you know, be able to meet up for Christmas, so should we do something on Zoom? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Much, much rather do that. I haven't seen brother in about six months, and, you know, it's fine. You know, it's not the best, but I'll deal with it. It's fine. It, it's nice because on Zoom you can go, oh, I need to go see her. Rather than when you're at someone's house, you're like, oh, we've only been here an hour. <laughs> yeah. And also make sure you use your free version of Zoom as well, rather than this paid-for version, because I, I, mean, I could be on this for like hours. But if I do the free version oh, yeah. of Zoom, oh, we've only got 40 minutes. <laughs> chop, well, chop. There's something there's something quite lovely about just like sitting on Zoom, like in your bed, and you can just like gradually get more and more horizontal and then just close your laptop and go to bed. Yeah, mm. It's great. Nah. You don't have to worry about taxis renting. It's wonderful. No, you really you gotta stay awake and alert when you're on Zoom on a podcast with these guys. You don't want to <laughs> no, be dropping off. No, I mean no, you definitely you'll... don't want to be nodding off. Who would do that? Sleep. No, because yeah, because somebody might leave the audio in. Yeah. But also, like, there's no chance for like an Irish goodbye in Zoom. So like, yeah. there's no like saying, "Oh, I'm going," and then putting your coat on and then saying goodbye for another half an hour. It's not like you half close your laptop and you're like, "Goodbye, goodbye." goodbye <laughs> for half an hour i was thinking is, is is an irish goodbye a bit like a glaswegian kiss but you've explained what you meant there and yeah we don't have irish we try to leave for about 45 minutes yeah yeah <laughs> we have we have that where people are like oh um yeah we're gonna have to go off then you're like okay fine and they go and grab their coats and they start yapping away about something else you're like okay but you did say you was gonna go so please <laughs> do <Just> leave one. <laughs> yeah we don't want to do that because then that come, comes across as rude. And, mm. you know, even though they instigated leaving, you you then feel like you're pushing them out. And you are, but you don't want them to, not, you know, anyway. I, um, I just I can't believe the people that I see on um, 
on Twitter that are like, oh, I really miss the commuter trains. Are you mental? No one, no one. Are you mental? No real account has said that. That sounds like the kind of account that would probably follow Ministry of Descent or something. That does... The absolute joy of 50% capacity buses where no one's allowed to sit beside you. I like put uh, my bag down and I'm like, ah, you're not allowed to sit this. there. Yeah, this, this is how the world should work normally. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, I, I heard Kate, um, it was a very mini rant, but you were talking about when you went to the cinema. That's shocking. It was, that, that was a small yeah. rant compared to the it other one. It was very small, yeah. Um, and that, yeah, I think that should also be a ruling as well. Because yeah. if there's one thing I hate, I love going to the cinema, or I did love going to the cinema, I've obviously not been since March. Um, but the one thing that used to drive me nuts was having to end up sitting with somebody who either played with their phone or was a noisy eater or fell asleep or dropped their ice cream down themselves. Um, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, or all of the above. <laughs> I, look, I'm, I'm not accusing you of anything, Mr. D. Like you, if you want to out yourself, that's, that's up to you. Um, but yeah, I, I don't miss that. So socially distance at the cinema, that can, that can definitely stay. For all the negatives that we've experienced this year and you know some of us have actually like had people die because of covid so some of it you know it's been a pretty bad year but there have been a few glimmers of of like good things and that social distance keeping your distance in queues and stuff like that that's definitely something i think we should carry on enforcing not because people are going to get sick anymore just because we want space mm. I've, def I've definitely missed theme parks donna and i were in MS at the weekend. I mean, that is, that is not a thing. I didn't know where you going with that. Like, where did you go? I'm going to the pass. And then, yeah. He popped Piper on the, <laughs> the conveyor thing. She was having a great time. She's she on people mover. But there's, there was a queue to get into the food section and it wrapped around like th like three times. And that was, we were like, this is like queuing for a ride. And that was, that was literally our excitement for the day. Yeah. Should have got a fast pass ride. Yeah. And, uh, should have put your slot. Should have put my slot. I mean, I mean, the only problem with that is you're quite right. It replicates the theme park experience of of queuing up for something, but the crushing disappointment that when you get to the end. Hey, no, know, don't, don't say that. I got a lovely loaf of sourdough. Ooh, nice. I mean, <laughs> see, <laughs> look. One thing I discovered recently is that I really like sourdough. I didn't realise it, but I wasn't going to come on a podcast and admit that I was one of those kind of people. But You're just like, yeah, I bought a loaf of It's high quality though. bread. Now you found that everyone agrees. No, oh, don't feel ashamed. ashamed. 2020 bread, but... has been a year of sourdough bread and banana bread. So, mm. I mean, I think everybody's guilty. You know what? Though. I am, I really, I think that might be my Christmas project is to make some sourdough. I actually, I'll tell you what, very quick story, but it's Christmas related. So, um, we got a magazine, like, you know, one of the Christmas magazines that the, the, the shops put out. And, um, Marks and Spencers were advertising um, mince pie cookies. My, my wife hates mince pies, but she looked at it, she was like, oh, you know what? I, I'd give that a go. So mm. I went, okay, if, like, if you want to try it, I'm, I'm happy because I'm definitely going to eat them. So I went down to M&S twice, managed to get them on the second attempt, really pleased. Warmed them up, like as you should do with a nice soft-baked cookie, just warm it up a little bit, you know, make it a bit, a bit more squidgy. And um, she's sitting there eating it, she's like, um, yeah, it's okay, but I don't know if I could eat a whole one. I said, okay, fair enough. She went, I was just expecting it to have chocolate chips in it. And I went, why? And she went, well, because it's a cookie. 
Now, hmm. do, you, do you understand this logic? Right. I understand where she's coming from. Would it be, where? I guess the question is, would it be better with chocolate chips? My answer would be yes. Right, so yep. so that is the experiment we're going to be doing. <laughs> my, my comment on your him. story, Nick, my comment on your story is, I love people who say, I don't think I could eat a whole one. I just sit there and look at them and think, okay, some of that's coming my way. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. why, that's why I was so eager to buy them, because I thought, worst case scenario, I get two of the free cookies. Best case scenario, I get two and a half of the cookies. You know, well, they're nice. Was... Yeah. Do you like them? Yeah, yeah, they were good. If you like, if you like mince pies, yeah, you know, it's kind of like a, a Christmas spiced cookie oh. with like mince pie filling, like mince meat, kind of like in the middle on the top. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm like, are they here? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're they're in the bakery section. Um, they cost two pound for three in the UK. So I'm guessing oh, so in euros, it's like about four, five euro. euros. Five euro. Yeah. yeah. Twenty-five euro, something like that. Yeah. Shop Disney prices, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck <That's>, them. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me edit. Ah, it's Christmas. I'm, I'm supposed this. to swear on this. I, I should also say oh, that sorry. I, I, I am not editing the swears out of the Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> this is, that's alright we never edit them out anyways <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be listened to around the Christmas table you know you're going to have oh no we're not going to have anyone around are we that doesn't matter <laughs> um, <laughs> where, where are we crying with, over a, a bottle of cheap wine with a mince pie cookie absolute crap Brian you ain't have a cheap bottle of wine no you're damn right I won't <laughs> <laughs> not with a sourdough loaf you're not going to be getting a four pound bottle of bubbly um Right, so thank you for that, guys. Um, what were we talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I can tell you the question again. The question was... Yeah, wasn't I mean, it a question? Was, it was two episodes ago. Looking back at 20... I'm going to ask you now, Kate. So you're, okay. you're going to be on the spot, so prepare yourself. Uh, looking back at 2020, what is one thing from Disney that you enjoyed slash think you would have enjoyed the most? Uh, the thing I definitely enjoyed the most is the fact that they released Hamilton on Disney Plus 20,000 years early. Brilliant. Because my God, did we need it? <laughs> yeah, agreed. It was I mean, just it brought so much hope back to being stuck in your house for the rest of your life, and like there was such such a boom of it. And I know a lot of people on here probably aren't on TikTok, but man, TikTok just went wild for it, and it was like a whole week of brand new content for TikTok. It was just fantastic. You can definitely start to understand how old people are, can't you? When somebody <laughs> describes their TikTok going wild. And like everyone else in this podcast, is just sitting there going, "Hey, I've, I've I've used the tick the tick of the tock." <laughs> yes, yes, I've got a watch as well. Mine makes a TikTok noise. Um, I do know what TikTok is. It's it's, it's okay, but I, I I can't really gel with it. But um, yeah, because Hamilton was originally earmarked for October twenty one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. They realised it wouldn't make any money in the theatres, so they just put it on Disney Plus. That film would have been huge because the demand been. to for people to have seen it was. I mean, I, I I think I've said before, certainly on a podcast, but I do host about twelve, so God knows which one it was. That you know, for two or three birthdays, my wife tried to buy tickets for Hamilton and could not get tickets around my birthday at all. Um, it, it's just a phenomena, um, and it was really good to see it. The only I mean, I've only watched it once all the way through because it is a long show. Wow, what's that like? <laughs> <laughs> but I know Sinead has probably watched it about 40, 50 times by now. 
not quite that much i think the last time i watched it was probably on my birthday when we could actually go out so me kate and our friend amy came back to my house and got shit-faced drunk watching it for two and a half hours <laughs> it was a great time yeah i was only thinking the other day that i was like i haven't watched hamilton in a while i should watch hamilton <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is i've been listening to the um the cast recording for about three or four years mm-hmm quite soon after it came out from broadway i heard people talking about it in the states and it was on amazon music so i was like oh, well i can just give it a listen for free and i was like oh this is not what i was expecting it to be because you know you if you hear the subject matter like it's a musical alexander hamilton you think well number one who is he mm. and secondly american history generally is pretty crap they don't really have any uh, sorry america um and, you know and it just managed to fuse this this way of like you know interesting music with uh, an interesting story about someone that you know even Americans did not know much about mm-hmm. until this musical hit. So um, yeah, I mean it's it, it's just a genius piece of work, I think. Um, but it is long, but it, it's so well done, and to see the original cast, I think, is what makes it. Yeah, so and I special. think that was that was a big thing for like musical theater nuts that they were like even if they have seen it like in the west end or recently on broadway they never saw the original cast and to see the original cast is just even on disney plus for them was just amazing and i also think that like when we get out of this covid situation to a point where like cinemas are open more widely again i think they could still put it out in the cinema and like i'd pay to go see it 100 percent uh so like if i will like i hate everything so surely loads of other people will too <laughs> I like, think, I'm like know, what, the low benchmark. <laughs> what I will say is that it did, you know, although it's not my cup of tea and I haven't finished it yet and I know I still need to, but I, what I will say in, in favour of your point is it, it came at a good point for the for the kind of theatre and the arts. Like, yeah. everyone was struggling. Yeah. It was, it's, I mean, it's still tough now, but I even saw all of the content on the tick of the talk and um, everyone on the on the tweets and on the chat snaps and all that kind of thing we're, we're getting very excited about it and i think i think you no know, it was a positive impact over the summer and i don't think i don't think anyone can take that away from it what oh, you... and i think especially like this year like absolutely your point around the theaters and stuff but everything that kind of happened this year in the black lives matter movement and that pushed for yeah. having more racial diversity and i'm aware we're saying this as a podcast of all white people but it was no putting that out onto such a mainstream <laughs> platform like you can have this much diversity in a show there is no reason why you can't mm-hmm. and that kind of came at such a pivotal time because if you've seen a lot of the posters from any of the protests and stuff that were going on there were so many of them that were quotes directly from the Hamilton musical so it just kind of came at this like weirdly perfect time in 2020 yeah uh, and I mean I think going back to like Ryan's point about when it came out as well not only I mean, and you're right, Sinead, you know, that, that's also a valid point. But I think one of the other reasons I thought it was so nice that they did it is what it meant was that being shown meant that the people that were involved in that production were getting residuals from it, which they wouldn't have got until it got a cinema release. So the fact yeah. it then got shown on Disney+, Plus, you know, and you know, I've got no idea what the residuals were like for something like that, but at a time when those people couldn't work and you know, people that worked at theatres were out of work, and they weren't seemingly getting any support from the government. Pretty much like we had over here, you know, it's a little bit of a ray of light. So not only was it good yeah. for the viewer, but it was also good for the people involved in it as well. Yeah, and, also, and even like, oh, sorry, go on. 
so many of the cast were like doing interviews with literally every single media yeah. outlet. So even mm. that in itself, they would have been getting extra money for going on, on to those as well. So yeah, it definitely gave kind of a boost to those people, which was good. Yeah, like people were being pushed to like, there's so many of those artists have like released their own songs and they've got their own this and they've got their own that. And so much of that was then like pushed to their individual agendas. And it was just like, wow. <laughs> and yeah, I still couldn't attract any of them to uh, This Is Your Life. So what does that say about me? Um, that's really good. Um, Sinead, what about you? You can't have Hamilton now, it's been taken. No, but I am going to go with another Disney Plus one, which is quite funny that we seem to all be picking correspondent answers. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Animal Kingdom show uh, oh. on Disney Plus. I have absolutely bloody loved that show and I'm aware it's over now, but those eight episodes brought me so much joy during that like weird kind of in-between bit when we were kind of in lockdown again. That was like my Saturday morning routine. I would get up, I would watch Animal Kingdom with a cup of coffee and it was just... Such oh, good, wholesome content. It's a great show. I, we, Donna and I reached a point where whenever Dr. Dan came on and we were like, it's Dr. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, what? As in your... Yeah, he works Kingdom. Oh, okay. Makes sense. I'm Moonlight. <laughs> Working the Moonlight? Um, I, I actually still haven't, haven't seen the Animal Kingdom show. Nick, um, oh, you should. What, see, what happened was, I wanted to watch it and then... My wife and my daughter watched it. Watched the first episode, and I said, "Oh, what was it like?" They were like, uh, "Yeah, it's okay, but uh, I don't know if I'm going to stick with it." So they were kind of like, they they kind of like, and the problem is then, like sometimes with Disney Plus shows, unless it's kind of like on the main screen, yeah. you forget it's yeah. there. Hmm. You know, so I keep forgetting about it. But now it's all now it's all kind of done and dusted. Now it's like all the episodes are out there then really I should just give it a watch because it's not going to take me like long to get yeah, through it, is like, it? Don't get me wrong, it is a bit weird because you spend half the time and it's literally just cast members standing around waiting to see two animals go at it. Or you're then also kind of wondering like, oh, do you still have a job? So yeah. it is a bit of a weird watch. <laughs> yes, that's very true, yeah. <laughs> but there's like little scenes then where you've got like a tiger playing with a pumpkin that just brought me untold joy, so great show yeah there's definitely those like cheesy cast member moments and there's a couple of times where you think how have you got a job right <laughs> there's some of them and you're right? like yeah. what do you do but they're yeah. like so high profile they don't even have to wear a costume they just have to wear a yeah. badge and yeah. i'm like geez you get you get you must get paid a lot but yeah. you seem to do nothing <laughs> so you're so basically ryan what you're saying is the thirty-eight thousand layoffs from disney you know in disneyland and disney world what completely awful but maybe there was a little bit of chaff that could be cut from the wheat is that what well, we're saying i mean based on based on the show that there, there was at least two, two or three yeah were um were, were there any people employed just to hold up joe Rhodes here or no but there were people just employed just to hold the like the the various different scanning devices they have um and i'm thinking is that really like i'm sure the, the vet can do that as well i'm sure I mean, look, let's be honest, right? This is a year, or this was the year of, of Tiger King. Like, it's crazy this year has gone on so long that we've almost forgotten about Tiger King, right? But that place was run by about six people. Yeah. So you kind of think, well, look, if they can if they can run that with six people, do we really need, like, hundreds of people running Animal Kingdom? Animal Kingdom needs, needs seven at most. Yeah. I'm not really sure the Tiger King Zoo is probably something you'd want to aim for. Hey, you just wait until Nick Cage takes on the role next year and we'll all be <laughs> in our minds. 
yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think I think Ryan's right. That's going to give us so much content on customers. Always weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping for a four part special. Um, Mr. D, lastly, come to you. Well, actually, no. I suppose I'll be last, but you know. Um, what about you? What What is the thing that you've enjoyed the most from Disney this year? Or are you looking forward to the thing that, that? So there's kind of two parts to that. The thing that I've enjoyed the most is is Disney Plus, and we, we've obviously talked about some specific shows, but I I did the when it came out in the UK last year, I did the trial for a week, and I was like, mm, yeah, it was okay, pretty good, but I didn't really sign up until early this year, and. I only really did it, to be brutally honest, because of the podcast. I thought, well, I mean, I've got a pretty big DVD collection, got a lot of the classic films on DVD, but there was stuff that we were watching, um, kind of some of the obscure crap films that we were being made to watch by the listeners um, that really, you know... Hang on, just, just, to, uh, just to stop you there, Sinead, I can already see you, you know, your, your face changing a little bit. Darby O'Gill was not one of those films. No, no. We love Darby O'Gill. Darby yeah. O'Gill was, but Darby O'Gill was a pleasant surprise. Mm. Unfortunately, most of them have been just as I expected. <laughs> right? Oh, um, the Ghost of Buxley Hall. What a classic. Jing, uh, yeah, that one and Jingle All The Way. And yeah, there's been a few, right? Um, <sighs> but overall, I've been really pleased at how much good stuff is on Disney+. Plus. Obviously, there's the Mandalorian, right? So, um, you know that's that's been the major success, um, but there's just so much other good stuff on there. I mean, even there's even some some trash that we've enjoyed as well. I've got to say, we watched all the Disney weddings, and that was that was kind of car crash TV. But it was it was good fun. I mean, we we just enjoyed watching it as a family during lockdown. That's how desperate you get. Um, but yeah, the Animal Kingdom uh, one was really good. I watched the Pixar story. It was great. I mean, there's some really good... If you like behind-the-scenes stuff, there's some really good behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, if you like some of the movies that are kind of less mainstream, maybe some of the older ones, you know, some good stuff on there. So so I think the thing that I've enjoyed most from Disney this year is Disney+. Plus. I think the thing that I would have liked to have enjoyed if we could have got to the parks is, is Rise of the Resistance. And I know there's major problems with Rise of the Resistance, but... It, it does sound like if you if you can get on it and it works, that it is a phenomenal attraction. And it's based on Star Wars, which obviously I'm among, I'm, I'm among friends here. We're, we're mostly Star Wars fans. Um, so that's the thing. And, and, and to me, what I like and what really kind of pleases me about it is, you know, again, it shows that Disney can't innovate. Yeah, it's got its problems, but I've got confidence that they'll fix the problems. Might mean that they've got to put in, you know, extra extra theatres or extra tracks or whatever you call it to expand the capacity. But I've got confidence that they'll fix it. But they've they've put something together that is a success and people want to go on. Um, and I thought the whole Star Wars land generally was was really good. It was a you know it was as good as I'd hoped it would be. Um, the Millennium Falcon ride was was good. I still think maybe could have been a little bit better, but it was very good. But just the general theming and you know the the restaurants and just the the characters that they had in the land. Uh, so that's the thing that I would have liked to have experienced was was Rise of the Resistance in the parks. But the thing that I did experience that I really enjoyed was just Disney Plus in general. And it sounds like you know they're going to be 
pouring a lot of money and a lot of effort into Disney Plus in the coming years, which is which is great. Well, well of course, the funny thing with that is that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow, but mm-hmm. that won't make sense to the listener because they listen to this about a week after that episode comes out that we're now talking about, where we are going to be talking about the content for Disney Plus. But I'm with you on that. When it first launched, uh, it looked good. Scott but it, it, you know, there, there, there was a lot of gaps and there wasn't a lot of original content. You know, there was a couple of films, wasn't there, when they first launched? Mm-hmm. We had Lady the Tramp and Noel and um, Togo. God, that forget was your funny. favorite Star Girl. Oh, and Star Girl. Yeah, Star Girl. Forgot about Star. How can I forget that Star Girl? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we got a lot of that, and then I think you know we we kind of struck gold with the Mandalorian. That was obviously very good, and it started off really strong. But we didn't get anything for a while. Now, you know, we're starting to that content's dripping through. Uh, you know, you said about the documentaries. You know, um, obviously I haven't seen Animal Kingdom, but things like prop culture, the Imagineering mm-hmm. story. When you got to watch all of that, you know, Frozen, really good. the Frozen oh, one, the Frozen one. Uh, oh, that was great! Brilliant, yeah. brilliant series of, of documentaries. Um, and, and there's more of that content coming out, and and now they've they've kind of caught up with themselves, where we are getting more regular content, we are getting more shows, more things have been announced. I think the next two or three years are going to be massive, but you can already see in the first year how it's already started to improve. So I'm fully with you on that. Um, and yeah, actually, I'll, I'll jump straight into my one because because mine was was quite similar really it was i wanted to go to hollywood studios if i could have done anything this year it would have gone to hollywood studios in march because i'd have done rise or attempted to have done rise um but also mickey and minis would have been opened as well which is something else that you know looks really good um from what i've seen um we're not going to get into what it's replaced and why that's bad ryan you know i think we've all talked about enough but you know it does look like something fun and i would like to have done uh both of those things so that's the kind of thing that I would have missed out on. Um, but yeah, I think the the improvements in Disney Plus over the last 12 months and also season two of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. It's that difficult second album syndrome where something is so good the first time around, how are they going to keep up the momentum? And for me, it's got better. It hasn't dipped in quality at all. It's maintained that level of quality. And you know, as we record this we've got one episode left. We could have a really nice Christmas this year or the season two cliffhanger could be so awful that it leaves us all depressed. We don't know. We don't know which way it's going to go. Um, but, you know, just the quality of that show alone is worth the, like, six quid a month or whatever it costs of Disney Plus if you pay for it monthly. Um, and the fact we're getting more of that stuff coming on, you know, even better. So, yeah, I'm very much uh, with you, Mr. D. Um, just quickly to to wrap this episode up, we do have the the one question that we need to all answer on our separate shows. So, if you had one Chris, Christmas wish for twenty twenty one or the future of Disney, what would it be, Mister D? Uh, okay. You wrote the question. Well, don't, don't be I, I know. Don't be I know. Confused you took by the question. You wrote there. it. You took me by surprise there. Just wasn't expecting it. Um, you've gone. You've got. You've reversed the order now. I thought I had minutes to think about this. You know, no, just no, because it's just it's just literally you and me. Yeah, answering it yeah. on this episode. That's true. Yeah, because we're on all P dubs. Um, I mean, there's there's a whole kind of. I, I think the one thing for 2021 that I, that I hope will happen 
in terms of Disney is obviously there's the vaccinations which are starting to roll out now in the UK and 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 in other places, and and we all hope that that's going to get the parks back to normal, and get the world back to normal is is really what I should say, but but therefore the parks get back to normal. The thing that I really hope and I, and and it might be a bit over optimistic. I might be being a bit naive here, but I prefer to be glass half full than glass half empty. I know that what they've done to the cast members has been really tough and we've lost a lot of cast members in all different areas. Obviously, I hope they put as much of that back as possible. In particular, the the guest experience, particularly around uh, live entertainment in the parks, That's to me, that's what makes Disney extra special. So things like, um, you know, the Streetmosphere characters, things like the Les Server Amuson that used to be in the French Pavilion in Epcot, all of those little individual, unique live experiences, I really hope they put some of that back. It might not be the same people. It might be different entertainers doing different shows. And, and in a way, that could be good, right? There must be other unique people out there doing stuff. But that's my real hope is that the as well as putting the general cast members back into the resorts and the and the theme parks, that they put some of the live entertainment back because that's really what makes the experience a lot bit special, you know, yeah. beyond the rides. Yeah. So that's that's my hope for twenty twenty one. No, I can't I can't disagree. Um, I think for me, um, all the all the films that should have come out this year to come out next year. As stupid as that sounds, but there's so much we missed out on this year because everything got bumped. So I'm missing my Marvel films. I want to see what happens next. Um, you know, I know we're going to get some of the Marvel TV shows coming along, but you know, I want to see the films. I want to see Jungle Cruise. Um, I want to see Ray and the Last Dragon. You know, I want all these films. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited on the one hand that as this episode goes out, while people are listening to it, I'll be sat watching Soul on Disney Plus. I'm excited yeah. about that, but at the same time, I really wanted to see that at the cinema. I was really looking forward yeah. to seeing that at the cinema. And I think it's a real shame, you know, because of the nature of the film and the fact it was their first film with a black lead character that it's getting pushed straight onto Disney Plus. I know why it's happening, but it's a shame that it's it's had to it's had to go through that. And Round the Last Dragon, the fact that it may get a cinema release in the UK, it may not, we don't know. It's definitely gonna get a premium access um release but we don't know what's going to happen and that again is another film that i I was looking forward to seeing at cinema so um i hope that we can get to a stage where cinemas can start to reopen um and me and mr d can reactivate our cine world cards and start going to cinema a bit more again because i've I've missed it not as much as i thought i would do but i've i have i have missed it yeah Um, i missed it as long as i keep dan's well and kate's you know restricted seating that's the other yeah. thing I've got to do, but otherwise be happy. Um, but thank you very much for joining us on this episode. As I said, uh, the next portions will be on uh, respective shows. So, uh, Dan, are you able to plug Theme Park Trader? Um, no, I, I don't do that. Oh, See, I, I, this is the thing. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I'll ask Ryan to do it, but I thought, you know what? You know, I can I can guarantee Ryan's always like, I'll do it. So, like, I thought I'd give Dan a chance to do it, but I, I, is that how you know, I sound? 
Oh, no, yes, yes, you sound <laughs> just like Mr. Pump. Sound like, sound like Rise. <laughs> so oh, watching, always watching. So, Ryan, where can listeners of this listen to the next episode? They can go to themeparktrailer.com or they can just search for the Theme Park Trailer podcast and it is on all of your favourite podcast apps, websites, Alexas, Google Homes, etc. True story. The reason why I'm changing the name of my other podcast is because if you ask Alexa to play This Is Your Life, you will not get my podcast at all. Um, Kate, I, I know Sinead lets you lead sometimes so where can they find that's like my one important job at the end of the podcast i can can do the plugs i can do it (laughs) uh yeah if you want to follow us uh we're mickey waffles podcast uh anywhere where good podcasts are listened to or also you know bad ones um and you can follow us on instagram at mickey waffles pod or twitter at mickey waffle pod I, I love it. I love it when people say that. You know, it's available at all good retailers. It's also available at some really crap ones. Oh yeah. Just just <laughs> say that. Don't pretend everywhere is good. We know that's not the case. Um, but thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Go and listen to the others because uh if you like this one, you'll like those ones. And um have a lovely Christmas and we will see you um in early January with the return of Disney Parks and Beyond. Have a cool Yule. Oh, you old that one in. I saw that on a Christmas card years ago, and it was it was a picture of Jesus with two fingers up, down a piece of thing, and, it, and you opened the card up and it said, "Have a cool year," and I've never forgot it. <laughs> it's best be, oh Christmas God, card. Brilliant. To be fair, I I I think I've just found my first tattoo. Go. <laughs> brilliant. Fonzie Jesus.